I am Daniel Lukies, and welcome to Book 101. Book 101 is all about the books that I read for the last 40 years. And today, I have my special guest. He's a award-winning author, no other than Mr. Dan McCoy. Welcome to Book 101, Mr. Dan, and can you please introduce yourself? I'm Dan McCrory. I've been writing for a number of years about different subjects that intrigue me, and uh, this book that we're going to be talking about this evening, Capitalism Killed the Middle Class, 25 Ways the System is Rigged Against You, started out as a memoir and turned into something else. Wow, sounds interesting, Mr. Dan. Uh, what age did you realize that you're good in writing? What I realized is that uh, in a lot of ways, the system is rigged against people to, to achieve uh, greater things. And, and um, so uh, well, I started out as a memoir and I realized that people don't know who the heck I am. So why would they want to read a book about me? So I started looking at things that are in the uh, uh, staring uh, the next two generations in the face, things like the gig economy, universal basic income, those kinds of things. I realized that I needed to warn them so that they would be equipped to take care of those things when they came about. Who are your favorite authors that influence you the most? Oh, I don't know that anybody influenced me because I was so busy trying to find my own voice. I, I didn't want to be like anybody else. So. I, uh, I like, I have favorite authors, Isaac Asimov, a lot of science fiction people, but uh, I don't write a lot of science fiction, so go figure. Okay, so if you describe your writing, what is it? Uh, my writing is a, an opportunity for me to connect with uh, people out there who are wondering, is anybody, does anybody think like I do? Does anybody ever consider these two particular topics? And, and so that's... Uh, I try to be their voice. Who encouraged you to do your writing? I guess my uh, teacher in fifth grade, because I was 11 years old, he said, write a, write a, a story about uh, some legend that's not necessarily, that you've made up. So he liked my story so much, he read it to the class. So I was hooked then. So that the spark of being a writer. Yes. So let's talk about your book, Capitalism Killed the Middle Class. How did you craft it? I decided early on uh, the kind of subjects I wanted to tackle, besides being a memoir, like I said, I wanted to tackle um, uh, some of the stuff that's been around for ages, like like racism and, and, um, and the, what I call the criminal injustice system, because it's definitely... Um, uh, rigged against some people and not uh, so much for other people. And so um, then I got a friend of mine who is a well-known uh, um, labor cartoonist. I said, can you do illustrate uh, my individual chapters? And he agreed to do that. And uh, he, uh, he said he wanted to, before he would, uh, uh, before he would uh, commit himself, he said he needed to read a couple of chapters. So I sent him a couple of chapters and he said, this book is too important for me not to be involved. Interesting. Uh, 
Mr. Dan, what behind the title of your book, Capitalism Killed the Middle Class? I think that if things keep going the way they are, that uh, the middle class is going to go away. You know, just be like in Mexico, a, a wealthy class and a very un a very poor class of people with nothing in between. So what we have to do is we have to find a way to uh, protect the middle class and not only survive, but to thrive. And I've, I've uh, since I've been talking about this book for the last four years, I've come up with a way I think we can actually uh, overcome the, the cards that are stacked against us. So can you define what is capitalism? Capitalism is, um, it's like fire and like electricity. It has its uh, good points and its bad points. It can be used for good or can be used for evil. And uh, somehow this this country with these uh, um, mega corporations, they found a way to uh, to make it evil. And uh, my job, I think, is to, to swing the pendulum back the other way. Very well said, uh, Mr. Dan. And can you define also what is the middle class? Well, the middle class, I, that's, I go into a whole chapter of that in the book because uh, a lot of people have different definitions of the middle class. Uh, I'd say it's anybody that makes enough money to um, to get by, I guess. Uh, so somewhere between, um, let's say, 70000 and uh, 250000 because I think that Obama and uh, uh, Bush both said that uh, anybody that makes 250000 or more would have to be classified as wealthy. Interesting indeed. Yeah. If you connected capitalism and the middle class, where can you connect? The connections are uh, the middle class has been uh, lied to for years, for decades, that uh, the way to uh, prosperity is by raising yourself on your own bootstraps. That just is not true anymore. They have more in common with a union leader than they do with a CEO. And they don't seem to realize that. Everybody thinks, uh, if I just hang in there, I can become rich. That's uh, simply not true. Before we go on, I want to shout out to the people listening in Iraq. According to my Apple chart, I got number 27. Thank you, Iraq, for listening to this podcast in United Republic of Tanzania, number 75. Nepal at number 27, Egypt at number 31, Pakistan at number 58, Zambia at 71, Cameroon at 81, South Africa 135, Mongolia at 165, Ireland at 173, Hong Kong at 175, Libya at 184, Algeria at 187, India at 213, Turkey at 215, and Jordan at 236. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Because this podcast is created to empower writers all over the world, like Mr. Dan McCoy. So, Mr. Dan, what is the best highlight of Capitalism Killed the Middle Class? Well, there's something called the Powell Memo. In 1971, uh, Lewis Powell uh, uh, wrote something for the U.S. Chamber of Commerce saying that uh, um, uh, he could uh, control the conversation and the priorities of our nation. By uh, ignoring, uh, by by shutting up the the Vietnam vets that were coming back and saying we we're only over there for money, and so he wrote this 19-page memo, and uh, it uh, they've been able to control the uh, masses ever since uh, for the last 50 years, 
and I, I've got a plan to to um, to uh, change it to, so it's working for the working class and the middle class. So stay tuned. If capitalism will kill the middle class, what other reform that you recommend instead of capitalism? Social democracy. It's um, it's you can call it capitalism if you want, but it, it's more robust uh, oversight of big business so that they're not able to uh, race have a race to the bottom as far as sending our jobs off, offshore. So if we had more control over the corporations, uh, they wouldn't be able to uh, hurt the American people instead of helping them. So comparing before, let's say, 18th century to the 21st century system of capitalism, what's the big difference? The big difference is that we've allowed uh, corporations to be termed as people. So that with that, they have uh, certain rights, like uh, if you happen to be a rich person or a rich corporation who's acting as a person, you can spend as much as you want to to get people. So that sort of takes us regular folks out of the, out of the picture as far as our leaders go. Yes. Very well said, Mr. Dan. And... Before we go on, I'm inviting you to listen to my other podcast, Food 101, our third season with Chef Alessandro, one of the best executive chef in one of the best restaurants in downtown Toronto. And please do listen to our latest episode. We talk about focaccia. Focaccia, people, one of the trademark of Italian cuisine. So please do listen. Food 101 plus one more, our Food 101, Volume 1 until Volume 7 is out. It's all about how to create food delicious. It's Volume 1, Basics, Volume 2, Fundamentals, Volume 3, Essentials, and Volume 4, Greek Cuisine, and a lot more. Available on Amazon and leading online bookstores worldwide. So, Mr. Dan, capitalism killed the middle class. What else you can say about it? Well, now that you made me hungry, uh, I can say that uh, it um, it uh, needs to be uh, have a lot more oversight so that we can uh, make sure that it doesn't hurt the American people. And there are ways to do that that we're not doing now and during uh, the book. So what are your preparation in writing this book? Uh, I was a union president, so I saw a lot of uh, uh, people get uh, fired for no apparent reason, and, and so I was looking out for regular working folks and trying to find a way to bring them the dignity and respect we all deserve. Okay, so can you give an insight or example for those injustice that we're going to say capitalism is so bad for the middle class? Well, one of the things that we could do, and some cities are starting to do that already, is go to a um, form of bail where there's no money exchanged. Uh, if you're not at a risk of leaving the country or, or um, a risk to uh, people around you, there's no reason why they need to make you pay uh, a lot of money, especially if you're a poor person, um, you should uh, be able to get out on your own recognizance. I think that's a major step in the right direction. So what is your advice for those people that... Uh experience those injustice uh they uh, they should first uh read the book because there's a lot of answers in there and uh they should uh get themselves educated in any way they can about 
how they can uh, band together to fight injustice because to, together we can do a lot more than separately. Can you give us an example what you're going to do first when you experience injustice at work? I'm going to go to my union store and say this is what's happening and uh, make sure that it's well documented and then uh, have them pursue it. And if they don't pursue it uh, to the, the extent that, that I like, then I have uh, the ability to uh, go to a higher uh, authority and have them uh, battle it for, for me. So uh, there's always ways to uh, seek justice and ways to find it. So you just have to be tenacious. Let's talk about writing academic book and writing a poem what's the big difference <laughs> a big difference you've got to say so much in a poem uh with uh, just a few words and so you um in, in that point uh, though that that's where they uh, what they have in common because uh if you use the right word you can paint a picture with just a few words whereas with uh sometimes with the book you want to expand on it a little bit and uh, uh sometimes those uh, picturesque words don't do enough justice to uh, convey the uh, the idea you're trying to get across. I've written both, and uh, I, I enjoy both for the individual merits. How does it feel that you won an award for writing a poem? Uh, that was totally unexpected. I, um, but it uh, made me decide that, gee, maybe I am a poet. Because so, at that point, I had always called myself a poet, a fake poet. A <laughs> fake poet. So yeah. what do you enjoy the most, writing a poem or academic book? Probably the academic book because uh, I, I didn't know I had it in me. A, a poem is just a fleeting moment uh, in time, whereas uh, an academic book uh, requires a, a lot of research, a lot of thinking, and uh, you have to ask yourself, how do I feel about this particular subject? Oh, yes, indeed. But if you're given a chance or we give the option what to write, which one you're going to choose? Both. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't let anything stop me. I've written poetry, I've written scripts, I've written uh, academic books, I've written uh, novels. So uh, it's, it's like I'm like a kid in a candy store. Just let, uh, leave me alone. And I'll get whatever I want. Yes, indeed. So, Mr. Dan, what are your short-term and long-term goals in writing? I've got a couple of more books I'm working on right now. One of them is about a gentleman named Leonard Peltier, who's a Native American who was wrongly imprisoned for killing two FBI agents in 1975. He's been in prison for 48 years. I'm writing a book to show him not as the cold-blooded killer that the FBI would make you think he was, but as a family man, somebody has been separated from that family for much too long, and he needs to come home. And then the other book I'm working on is, uh, is uh, a parody. It's called uh, Worst Case Scenario, Election Night 2020, in which Trump declares martial law and uh, locks up the Democrats, and the American Indians decide they want their country back. Oh, yes. Good luck for your goals, uh, Mr. Dan. I hope I hope more books to come, okay? Mr. Dan, can you please invite our listeners to buy all your books? Definitely. Please uh, take a look at Amazon or Barnes & Noble because they're there. 
and uh, there's a lot to, to claim from them, and uh, you'll learn something in the process. Yes, people, let's support Mr. Dan McCroy. Let's read one of his poem. It's award-winning piece. And Capitalism Killed the Middle Class. Let's support him and more books to come. That's true. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah.